Survivor 46 is here, and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast, and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Vyadaris, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast. Just a heads up, we did record this episode live on YouTube during the NBA draft lottery. And the reactions, uh, it's a little bit different than your normal episode. It sounds live. Uh, There was a lot of energy to it. There's a good chance that uh, one or two of us might have had a couple of drinks. So anyway, I hope you enjoy and we will get back to our normal style of podcasting next week but until then here is our live analysis of the suns picking number six and the best direction for the phoenix suns moving forward hey this is mike sparrow with authority zero and you're listening to the sun solar panel podcast Seriously, could be the sixth pick. Here it goes. That's what the odds were highest of. That's what the odds were highest of. Suns dropped the sixth. That's that's what the that was the what the why though? That was what the odds were best of. (laughs) Your (laughs) games. 24 oh, chance of it. Oh, yeah, that was the highest. The highest that, odds they had were getting. Oh, the Knicks picks. are still in the top four. That, this that's is the percentage. <laughs> no, you know who's getting <laughs> one? The, the Pelicans are getting number one. Here's somebody with Memphis and the Pelicans. Uh, the Pelicans are getting. The Pelicans are getting number one. Wow. Because they because the league knows Cavaliers that Anthony five. Davis is leaving. Bitch. It, it, I'm not. This is exactly where they were going to land. Twenty four percent. That doesn't mean I like it. I, you don't have to like it. It's just the reality of it. Like, are you new here? We knew this is this is the way it the the lot in life. So now you almost you definitely are trading this pick. Yep. There's not a chance in the world you stay at six. Who you do not need it. Pick? No. Oh, you right now you have to go. Okay. What do I move with some of my young assets to try to get either clear cap space? Because adding adding the sixth pick to a deal that that helps clear cap space, where you trade maybe a TJ Warren, the sixth pick, and you take J.R. Smith's contract and maybe some other piece that that's a piece that you well, like. Are you supposed to actually really positively reacting to this bullshit? I'm not. I'm not positive. I'm just Don't saying. Trying to fucking tell me. I, that, there's nothing positive about it. It's just okay. I, after a Brandon year. Clark is the dude I was trying to think of earlier from Gonzaga. You've got RJ Barrett, Cam Reddish. Those are the four to six ranked prospects as far as Tankathon, anyway. Jackson Hayes, DeAndre Hunter is probably pulling out, actually. Okay. Cole uh, Bowl is number nine. I mean, none of this. I don't care. You could have just literally read create a players from from nba 2k19 don't care don't care you're not going to draft one of these guys and if you do it's a total waste you don't need another 19 year old project 
a 20 year old project no, and the Suns know that too i mean <sighs> that's why they have no scouts they're gonna have to dig deep on youtube to find somebody they're advertising sales. for scouts right now do you see that <laughs> Le- they got a LinkedIn post for for some they got scouts. A LinkedIn post for scouts. They do. Oh man, six over <laughs> pick. That devastating. Yeah, I was uh, I was hoping the Hawks would at least get the maybe get the second pick so that we could trade with them. But well, no, Hawks are more screwed because okay, if about- the Hawks got two, we they, we could trade for John Moran. Okay, what if the Lakers get two? You trade for Lonzo Ball. Yeah, I'm fine with that. And that and that's opened. I don't know. Like I'm happy with that if that happens. I'm I'm sorry. There nothing about this is upsetting or surprising to me. It's exactly how this happened. This should be very upsetting to you. Because the second you saw that the lottery odds were changing and you saw where the Suns were gonna wind up, you knew you were getting a shaft. You knew this was gonna happen. Like any Suns fan that walks around with a whole bunch of hope. And, and positivity about about the way it's going to happen it's just not been around long enough for me i i just it's not it's not surprising at all to me and now it's okay what's your big plan james jones now it's your chance you you've you've said you have this plan for free agency and how you're going to fix this all right show us your cards now now you got to do the actual work no accidental trades for kelly Oubre. no uh, no uh, you know getting Tyler Johnson at a, an exorbitant amount of money. Now you have to actually do the work, figure out how to fix this. And now you got to do it with the sixth pick uh, in this draft as a trade chip. How are you going to figure it out? What are you going to do? Show me, prove to me. Well, there's, there's a couple of people online who said you could maybe package the six um, to move up into, you know, a two or three range or somebody if, if the right team lands a two. Okay. So who... Yeah, at you have two. to look at the teams. At two, are you really going to – is somebody really going to want to drop down to six and take T.J. Warren? Is that enough to move up to two? No. The I only don't... team I saw trading out of two was Atlanta, and that's for obvious reasons. If if this goes Knicks one, Lakers two, I, I, it's well, a hundred percent. Well, then we know what hundred percent. Somebody would talk like two days after. No. It, the thing is, it's big business. You don't talk when it's big business. But it's been proven that it's not. Uh... Sarver is such so bitter that if if there was even a sniff of him getting screwed off of a fix, he would never shut up about it. That's all he would talk about. No, he wouldn't. Sarver he has a is fran- a it's a franchise that's worth $1.4 billion. I've been around the man. The money's what matters, and he wouldn't. He wouldn't out a league if they were doing something like that because he has a financial stake in not doing well, it. Well, on the plus side, uh, the Suns' two representatives, two longest-term representatives at the lottery are in the top four. This is true. Elliot Perry and David Griffin. Yeah, I used to like you, David. I don't like I'm, you anymore. You're kidding? David I'm, Griffin's I'm, a little I'm, bit shorter than Patrick Ewing. Give, I don't know if anyone noticed. Give me – give me – the Pelicans at number one. I'll be happy for Griff. I'll be happy for Aaron Nelson and Alvin Gentry uh, and the city of New Orleans. Because right, they're, they're announcing it right now on TV. The Lakers are four. The Lakers Good. are four. Good. So it's not rigged. That's <laughs> Knicks are three. Oh, Pelicans are three. <laughs> oh, that's even better. The more miserable fan base than the Suns right now are the Knicks. Yeah. Oh, 
Griffin got the number one. I told you. Wow. I told you. Because Anthony Davis is leaving. It's still, it's the Suns I still got think number it's one and number two picks. Just different franchises. You know, honestly, I if a team was going to move up, um, I am wow. okay with it being the Pelicans as long as it's going to be a damn team. Here you, know, you go. I don't so, want to be the Lakers. Uh, if if Memphis would have gotten it, cool. Amy Gertz is grabbing her purse and she's on the fuck out of here. <laughs> but hold Somebody on. just gave her the sit down signal. Yeah. <laughs> look at look at this. The the Grizzlies at number two. There's actually could be a win here if they go jaw. That means Mike Conley is is seriously in play, right? And you could get Mike Connolly yep. if they're going into full rebuild. You could right. find a way to get Mike Conley, right? Which I don't think with Jaron Jackson, right? And the number two pick, yes, you could get them to totally rebuild. Trade Conley. Conley would be a great floor general. I'd take Conley. I I would him. go. Would you give up the sixth pick for him? You were just saying that we had don't have a lot of cap space. He's expensive. Yeah, it's but like you trade. But you trade money for him. You yeah, figure out a way. You, you, I, to you trade Tyler to Johnson, Johnson uh, TJ Warren. That'll do it. And then the, and pick. the pick. I would do it. You've got it right now. You got to dig deep and and take some swings if you want to make this Suns team not the laughing stock of the league. And that's the way you're gonna. Have well, to they wanted it. to get better anyway, right? So this is actually the this is actually the ticket. This is the open door to mm. go veteran for the Suns. Yep. Not building anymore through the draft. Yep, and this, so you you close the door on that. You may have an opportunity at a guy like a Mike Conley. You'll get, you know, you accept it's going to cost you. The the it's going to cost you one way or another to get a guy in here that has quality that that is a, a veteran player that has star quality, whether he was one or currently is. You're just going to have to accept you're going to have to overpay, either in assets or in dollar value. One way or another, you're overpaying. So what do the Lakers do with the fourth pick? Should David Griffin go hug Zion right now? <laughs> what, are, what are the Lakers going to do with the fourth pick, do we think? Do they think they're going to take somebody who, who ends who up being the Who the hell cares? Or are they going to trade it for a veteran point guard like uh, Mike they, Conley? There's, there's they'll your probably problem. trade. Yeah, but There's your problem is they'll want Mike Conley. Yeah, the Will they though? Does LeBron is that what LeBron's going to want to do? The Lakers are, are are a hot mess. I mean, Jason Kidd is is the best point guard in their building right now. And right, I don't know. so maybe they'll they'll want to do the same thing the Suns are doing. I'm I am so happy for for Griff. Yeah. So like, Griff gets Zion Williamson. He's got he, AD. Can he's going to play tra- those two together. No, because he's trading AD he's and trading and. AD. It, it, but, well, he might but now not. He, he, said, he got... said that he's now once once he found out that uh, they were getting number one, they're looking for somebody to pair AD with. Yeah, we'll see. Right, he's, they're trading. Right. AD. And you got they're going into full rebuild. No, they will rebuild Would around. You go Zion. into rebuild if you had Zion. I might. No, you can actually make the playoffs next year with Zion and AD and Drew. Doesn't it doesn't matter if AD doesn't want to be there? You you're not going to. You might change his mind. We live in the world of if a guy doesn't want to be here, you know what hell that can cause for your franchise. But you what if he changes his mind? Why would he change his mind? Would Zion really change your mind if if your whole thing David is Griffin you worked well, always worked well with clutch sports. That's the I'm one not, that didn't work well with Dell Dems. I'm not I, I I don't disagree with that, but this is about 
Anthony Davis not wanting to play in New no, Orleans. It's, it's 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 the freaking clutch sports. It's not Anthony Davis. Anthony okay. Davis wants to win basketball games. And he's yeah, maybe you know what? Maybe I don't know, but it's not going to matter because the Suns aren't going to be in on the not Anthony gonna, Davis discussion. So anyway, let's recap anyway. the draft order. It is now set. Celtics picking number fourteen. The Heat number thirteen. Hornets number twelve. Timberwolves eleven. Hawks tenth. Wizards ninth. Uh, uh, Hawks again over at eighth. Bulls seventh. Suns sixth. Fuck man. Uh, Cavaliers <laughs> fifth. Lakers fourth. Knicks third. Grizzlies second. Pelicans first. I'm I'm done tanking. I, but what about how about the Bulls, man? They they worked harder than the Suns most of the year. Do you guys think this has any real implication on teams tanking in the future? No. That's, oh, you know what? Mm-hmm. I think it's going to have the implication they wanted it to have. So what they wanted it to have is, was was teams in the middle of the of the lottery range to stop tanking ugly toward the, to try to get in the top three. Now people in the middle of the lottery range are going to be just fine winning 30 games. Yep. You have more teams okay with winning 30 games and only a few teams trying to fight for that top three because they know two of the top three dropped out. Two, three of the top four, I think, dropped out, right? Only the Knicks that started in the top four finished in the top four. So now you're going to have a lot more teams, which is exactly what they wanted, the league wanted, was more teams to be okay with mid to late lottery because they have a chance to jump. And no, I mean, teams right. are still going to tank for that 14% chance. I mean, that's. But only the worst ones. No, so I if agree. You're that, if you're a team that starts out the year with 20, 20 you know, uh, 15, 18 wins by, by um, uh, January, and then all of a sudden you lose your best players, right now they're just, they're, uh, they're just sitting the rest of their players and losing just ugly. And it's really just disgusting to watch. Now you've got teams who, or like the Suns, for example, if they had wanted to finish out the season winning games, they have even more incentive now to finish out the season winning games than sitting their best players in the last 10 games of the year because they have just as much chance of jumping in the top three if they finish in the eighth position than if they finished in the third position. No, I, I don't disagree. I think this has the intended consequence to your point. Right. No, nobody in the middle is going to now lose to try to get in the in the top two or three worst teams but you will still have teams that that decide it's much better if we pack it in for this entire season and try to get that 14 percent chance than than be mediocre and and not have that chance and is this gonna raise the value of free agency like are right. more teams in the middle gonna try to pay people so yeah to make the eighth seed rather than being like, <laughs> no no be i think that I think it would actually do the opposite because if I'm in the if I'm in that middle, I, I it's now been proven that it's just as likely that I could wind up with a top pick. So why would I want to be the eighth seed if if I know that? Yeah, I'm but not- after you've lost out on if you if you get into the top pick as the eighth seed, or sorry, the eighth place lottery team, if you get into the top, then you tank. But it, you know this by mid mid May. So yeah. now that you stayed at six or eight or nine, you're more likely to spend because you know, like next year, you can decide again: do I do I get that top pick or do I then just spend again? There'll be shorter deals. I think there'll be short-term deals. I think what you might see because of this is more trades before the draft lottery involving picks. 
because to, to the point that we talked about, that Suns pick was worth a hell of a lot more from the trade deadline through 25 minutes ago than it is right now. Because you're buying a, you're buying a lottery ticket up until that point. Now that you know it's the sixth pick in the draft, it ain't worth that much. So I actually I think- recommended that uh, at one point. I don't know if it made it all the way to Brightside, but I definitely on Twitter. I was like, the Sun should trade this pick now because it has the best chance it's ever going to have at number one. Except for you could never give up the pick knowing it could have been Zion. No, you, you could. You, you could tell yourself it we had talk, an 86 percent chance of not being. We said there's an 86 percent chance of it not being Zion Williamson. Right. And and honestly, I don't think jo- holding on to it for the chance of John ja Morant was all that worth it. So there is an example though of a team who gave up a pick they didn't know how it was going to finish and that. Pick ended up number one. That was when uh, Cleveland acquired, I was thinking it was Baron Davis, or there was the, there was a Baron Davis deal yeah. where Cleveland got the Lakers' number one pick. I think it was the Lakers. And it ended up ended up being the number one pick when at the time it was only supposed to be six or seven or so. Imagine they the got riot. the Clippers pick. Clipper pick. Yeah, yeah, sorry. Not Lakers, Clippers. Imagine the riot that New Orleans would be having right now if – like two months ago, David Griffin traded away their pick and somebody else is drafting Zion right now. Like that would be a city. It depends. Who did they get? Was it somebody that helped AD not throw a temper tantrum? Like it's all about about context. It's all about context. context. And yeah, you may have been pissed. So now now we definitely have to start the Zion is just a kid waiting to get back. Right? Yeah. So we Zion. have to start gearing Zion down. That's no. the only way we can live with ourselves. I know. hope he does awesome. I'd love to see yeah, uh-huh. dominant player. Honestly, if if the Suns had finished third in this, it would have hurt a lot worse than finishing sixth in me. Because you would have been sitting there waiting to see what if oh one what behind if? the yeah. best player. Yeah. Everyone this after you, two is is just like whatever. This wow. you simply went, hey, it went exactly the way the odds said it was gonna go. And it wasn't meant to be, but if you had finished you third, in your Abby voice. Yeah, you know, guys. Uh, actually, that brings up a memory from right, right from uh, from the draft lottery that I went to when I sat next to Anthony Bennett. It was uh, they wound up falling down a spot, but hey, you know what? We still got the best pick of any Western Conference team. Nobody in the Western Conference jumped over us. So well, also he said, we got that going highest, for us. Our highest odds were for that fifth pick, even yeah. though we were fourth worst, our highest odds were at five. So it just the way it's supposed to happen. So you're just channeling Lon. I have turned into Lon Babby. That's, so. and I, there's worse things that I could have done. Could have turned things. into Lance Blanks or Robert Sarver. Yes, I'll there take, are a lot. I'll take Lon's Lon a Babby. Cool if, if I were going to turn into any of the executives uh, that I worked with uh, in that first uh, iteration of the team that I worked for, Lon would be the one I choose. So, if, Yes, if you had to pick any one person out of that group, it would be Lon. Unfortunately, it was Lon who hired all those other boobs who we wouldn't pick. <laughs> Te- yeah, I guess that's true. He, he hired Trevor Buckstein, and I love Trevor. So, Yeah, that's true. Trevor's great. But Aaron Nelson, you wouldn't take Aaron Nelson over Lon? Aaron wasn't a front office member. Aaron but he was, was in the was staff. No, oh, yeah, yeah. All right, the executive all right, all right, guys. Level. So, so uh, moving forward, we now know what the Suns are going, what direction they're going to be heading in, right? Downward, uh, perpetual. Oh, well, that Trading out. Too, but it is, uh, they are looking 
to trade to make this team better. They can't do it in free agency unless they get veterans. Right. Mid-career veterans. Right. But how are they going to do it? They don't have any money. So likely we're looking at trades for the Suns moving forward, and that's what we're going to be breaking down. Options for trade. It comes down to how do you you free up cap space? Because I don't think you're going to acquire – the guy through a trade you're gonna have to acquire the cap space to pursue somebody via trade especially if you believe james jones when he talks about free agency being uh what he uh, seems to be in love with the most that's uh, you're we're now sitting here going how do you turn the six pick and young assets into cap space how do you make it happen all right i'm gonna make a bet right now the sun's best acquisition is going to be via trade I'm going to go the other way and say that they don't find a trade worthy of the pick and they ended up drafting somebody. Not a Ooh. chance in hell. We'll, we'll see. Well, That's I mean, my we call. Were saying that, call. We were saying That's that last, last, uh, last draft too. The Suns were not going to draft three rookies or four rookies. No. Right? I, and then what I, they do? I, I will bet one of Dave's testicles that... Uh, no, you bet your own testicles. <laughs> no. no. I, bet, I bet you if You're, Darius Garland's available at six, we draft Garland. Nope. There's no way that they draft... This is... This is a front office that is so unprepared to be drafting at number <laughs> six in a draft uh, that there's no way that they take this pick. All right, so, but Jeremiah called it. That's just my call. I called that their best acquisition is going to be via trade, and it'll be with that sixth pick, I think. Greg, what's your call? Uh, they're going to find a way to trade that sixth pick and some combination of one of the small forwards and Tyler Johnson to free up cap space to pursue somebody that they uh, – that they like in the free agency market. Or okay, so your somebody's. call is free agency. Yes. Cap, the best player will come cap via free agency. Creating Mine cap space via free agency. Jeremiah's is the number six pick. Tim, what's your call? Uh, it's going to come via trade using the pick uh, and some combination of cap space needed to trade for a smart. veteran player. So um, Tyler Johnson, I think. But they're, no, their best, no, no, their best player that they acquire this summer. Right. Is it going to be a draft pick, a trade acquisition, or a free agent? Trade. Yeah, okay. So we got two trades, one free agent, and one draft. I hope okay, it's not my- the draft, because if the best player they acquire is the number six pick... Well, I'm not saying that's the best player they're going to get. I'm just saying they're going to draft somebody because no, that, we're already you're yeah. not even a regular on this show. You're going to get the you're going to you're going to get stuck with uh, it was via the draft. I'm going to be player. all over the comment boards yeah. if I'm right. I'm to, <laughs> here, my prediction: Tobias Harris and Darren Collison are the guys that they target. Uh, and then yeah. the six pick would be the best one. <laughs> I'm not think, say, I'm not saying Collison that it's going to be a winner. Right, so you might be right, Jeremiah. Who knows? Well, that was that was it. That was fun, guys. Uh, thank you, everybody, so much fun. for tuning in on YouTube. And Sorry for, for the first twenty minutes being shit. Well, and well, the subsequent thirty-five after that as well. So, but got, yeah, I thought we were great. The subsequent thirty-five, you just got to get through the first twenty. Yeah, um, but the the podcast is now up. But if you're listening to this, you already know. Otherwise, I'm gonna trim this down, and uh, we're gonna upload it as an episode. And we will be back next week on YouTube. Are you gonna cut the first twenty off? Uh, I'm gonna cut this part off if you keep interrupting me. Uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. Jesus. <laughs> and so we will be back next week with a full episode.
Hmm. The first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to Caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at Caskers.com.